Good morning, everyone. Sitting here feeling the changes in the hall. Every morning, a new day. We've had a couple fellow yogins who have departed and wanting to just offer a very warm welcome to those who are newly arrived. Welcome. And just this sense of gathering this morning, each in our own inner worlds, but also weaving the fabric of our collective practice. Just the sense of supporting each other as these qualities of mindfulness and metta grow and grow. And we can trust the power of that. This inner work then has so many ripples, so many. So this morning I just have two short stories to share with you. And the first one is serious and the second one is not. So this first one is from The Boundless Heart, which is Christina Feldman's book on the four Brahma Viharas. This is a story from the Dr. Richard Selzer. I stand by the bed where a young woman lies, her face post-operative, her mouth twisted in, twisted in, palsy, even clownish. A tiny twig of the facial nerve, one of the muscles around her mouth, has been severed. She will be thus from now on. As a surgeon, I had followed with religious fervor the curve of her flesh. I promise you that. Nevertheless, to remove the tumor in her cheek, I had to cut the little nerve. Her young husband is in the room. He stands on the opposite side of the bed, and together they seem to dwell in the evening lamplight isolated from me, private. Who are they? I ask myself. He and this wry mouth who gaze and touch each other so generously. The woman speaks. Will my mouth always be like this? She asks. Yes, I say. It is because the nerve was cut. She nods, is silent. But the young man smiles. I like it, he says. It's kind of cute. All at once, I know who he is. Unmindful of my presence, he bends down to kiss her crooked mouth. And I'm so close, I can see how he twists his own lips to accommodate hers, to show her 
that their kiss still works. A simple kindness and compassion. And the wisdom that knows how to skillfully respond in all of the unexpected moments that arise in our communities, our relationships, the sufferings, the joys, the wonders. So the second story is from this book about Deepa Ma. This is by Amy Schmidt. I highly recommend at some point. Maybe not now. You can read it when you get home. Deepa Ma is a wonderful lineage holder. Um, she was from Calcutta and studied with uh, Munindraji, another lineage holder of ours, and came here to IMS. This is a story about Deepa Ma teaching. One of her students, Jack Engler, asked Deepa Ma about the place of fun in Buddhist practice. This all sounds very gray, he said, getting rid of the passion, getting rid of anger, getting rid of desire. It seems kind of like a gray existence. Where's the juice? Oh, you don't understand. Deepa Ma burst out laughing. There's so much sameness in ordinary life. We are always experiencing everything through the same set of lenses. Once greed, hatred, and delusion are gone, you see everything fresh and new all the time. Every moment is new. Life was dull before. Now, every day, every moment is full of taste and zest. Eric Kolvig remembers a group interview in which Deepa Ma's playfulness was expressed in an unforgettable image. Deepa Ma's grandson became upset about something in the kitchen. He let the world know about it in the willful way that is common in two-year-olds and dictators. She called him to the couch, where she laid him face down across her lap and comforted him by stroking his back and patting his tush, an age-appropriate blessing. A blue and yellow plastic toy dump truck lay beside them. With the profound serenity that never left Deepa Ma, she picked up the toy, placed it upside down on her head, and continued with the Dharma point she was making. She kept it on her head for the rest of the interview. That is how I will always remember her, patting the butt of the pacified child on her lap and discoursing on the Dharma with a blue and yellow dump truck on her head. Deepa Ma was a great spiritual warrior, the greatest I have known. On her head, that toy truck became the warrior's noble helmet. I say that only half in jest. So we can be playful in our practice. You can let yourself surprise yourself with your responses in any given moment. And let what comes up be light 
Let it be held in the heart of metta, of compassion, of joy and equanimity. And trust that what you're doing here is good. 